Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. You got to elevate your faith today to receive what the Bible said about you because it's true about you. Amen? Because God loves you so much and you're so awesome that God gave you the victory before you got here. Ain't that cool? Now you got to believe me. Now I better say, so say this out loud. It's going to help you. Say, I trust the preacher. Say it. I trust the preacher. I ain't pre. Now, because some of you like, where did he get this from? I found it in the Bible, and it's for you. And I go searching. You know what I figured out? I was watching that just crazy show, like, I don't know, a month ago, whenever I was watching it. You know what I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I just felt him over there. I think, I hit, I think he hit me. Short circuit my head. Right? So he takes that, <laughs> he takes that, you ever see them people searching for gold? Y'all watch this stuff, don't lie, right? Take this, guys, like, over there, man, there's one cat's, like, moving boulders with a crane. Oh, there's gold in here, you know, burying sea gold stuff. They got a crane in the middle of the, pulling dirt out to try to get gold. You know what I'm saying? And then the boss shows up, and he got a little, you know, these cats, are, he got, like, thing, like, hey, we got gold it's in here. They moved 90 billion rocks or whatever the heck they did. You're just laboring, sweating, digging, getting dirty, almost dying. Come on, you know, you seen it? Right? And the guy comes up, praise be to God, we have this filled in gold. The boss shows up and goes, what we got? Oh, that's like three pounds. They tallied that thing out one time. It's like a hundred and something grand. You know what I'm saying? I was like, he didn't, he didn't go do all that work. He didn't lay, he just found the nuggets. Oh, look, he was like, oh, look, we found a big one. He was pulling out rocks. I'm going to get a candy while I'm here, right? He like, he like this. He's like, oh, this one, this one. Praise be to God. He got himself rock. No, I'm sitting here, I'm being serious. Now, listen to me. This dude didn't do all this work. I said, that's what I do. I dig it, and I try to give it to you. You're over here like, I don't know if I can believe it about me. I'm going to hush your mouth. Believe what I tell you about you. I found it in the Bible. I can preach anything I want to preach. I'm preaching this. Why am I preaching this today? Because it's your word. And it's your time. And it's your moment. And when I read it, you just believe. Say, that's from me. He gave me victory. Why did he give you Jesus? He gave you victory. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. My God in heaven, I got the victory. I'm conquering. I'm overcoming. Somebody better shout me down in here. I'm overcoming. I got victory. I got supernatural victory in areas of my life. Who gave it to me? Jesus gave it to me. I don't have to get it. I got it. I'm the undefeated champion of the world. I ain't walking in the rim with an enemy that could beat me. I already won before I got there. Don't ask me how I'm going to knock you out. Just ask the question when I'm going to knock you out. You can't stay in this ring with me. Uh, I don't know if that's really me. I'm telling you today that's who you are. You knock out lack. You knock out sick. You knock out defeated. You knock it out. It's it, come on. Who gave you the victory? Jesus gave you the victory. This ain't gonna knock you down. Everything that rose up against you to try to destroy you is just gonna be a testimony about how good God is. Amen. I know what happened. Some of you, someone woke up one day, didn't want to love you no more. They didn't know how good you were. Tell them shut up. No, I, he said shut up. I said shut up twice in the house of the Lord. Listen. 
They didn't know how awesome. They couldn't see your potential. It didn't look like you could make it. It looked like it was over. They told you you were done. They told you you're going to go bankrupt. They told you you're going to lose it all. I'm talking to somebody in here. They said you're going to lose your mind. Some of you thought you're going to lose your mind. I got news for you. He gave you the mind of Christ. You renewed and reprogrammed and are walking in a brand new season of life. Why? Because he gave me the victory before the game even showed up. That's what he does. But you got to believe it. Because having victory means you need to enforce victory. Because if you don't enforce it, you ain't going to see it. So you know I'm victorious. Just go on. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm victorious. I won before we started. It's important. Now, how do we win? Now, watch this now. Got to get this now. Someone's up. You got to get a revelation. Winning is about a revelation of who you really are. That's what victory is all about. If he always causes me to triumph, that means there's a way to be victorious in every season of life. Why am I walking in victory? Because you're probably not making right decisions. But if you follow victory, victory will bring you to a place where you get the crown. That's all you got to do, follow. Now look at 1 John 1.20, because this is where we started last week, remember? I got to go over this stuff, because you got to see what I say and agree with what I'm saying about you. So you got to understand, you got an anointing. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? This is the message, I think. That's what I found in Kaylee in the message. 1 John 2.20. But you belong. Come on, somebody say, I belong. I belong. You belong in victory. I think it's the message. Yeah, it's definitely the message, I think. That's what they told me. First John 2.20. Yeah, it is. But you belong. You ain't outside the family of God. You're in the family of God. Listen to me, guys. This is just reprogramming your mind. That's all it is. Once you reprogram your mind, you put a demand on it. Because you're going to leave here with a superiority complex. You understand that? You're gonna be not, you're gonna be mean to people or goofball, but you're gonna be have a superiority complex that you are not gonna just deal with what is ever left over. You ain't gonna do it. That is not good enough for me. Do you know who I am? I ain't gonna tell nobody that, but I'm gonna walk like that. You know who I am? Now I ain't living in defeat. Sorry, go back, count it again. <laughs> go back and fix it. Something ain't right. It ain't that that is not my report. I believe the report of the Lord. But you belong, the Holy One anointed you, and you know it. I haven't been writing this to tell you something you don't know. Come on, he's talking to you. But to confirm the truth you do know and to remind you that the truth doesn't breed lies. You got this. Keep going. Watch the other half of this thing. So who's lying here? It's the person who denies that Jesus is the divine Christ. That's who. And makes you think something anti-Christ. Don't get in all this nonsense. It's who you are. You got an anointing of the Holy One. Jesus gave it to you. Okay, so I'm anointed. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, I'm anointed. Well, guess what? I want you to write this down. Revelations 1, 5, 6, and then we're going to go Revelations 5, 9 through 12. Well, I gave you these scriptures, but I want these scriptures to be um, received better. That's what happened this morning. They, got to re- they had to go out and receive. Like, this is what it says I am. This is what I am. Revelations 1 and 5, okay? And I want you to pull these in because you have to start applying this revelation to your life. Did you get that? Applied revelation brings to you illumination that brings attraction. Okay? What you have in revelation produces illumination. Illumination allows light to shine. Light lets you see something you didn't see before, but it also attracts. You ever watch bugs? They go to a light. Remember them little bug zapper you put on your porch? 
You used to have them things, killing them bugs. You know what I'm saying? Why? Wherever light is, you attract. Amen? So, like, if you ever see a light, you know, like, sometimes you walk on the beach at night, and that one light, you can see that thing from miles away. Why is that? Because light attracts. You're going to have light that's going to attract. You're going, you, somebody, you're getting more attractable. Come on, somebody. Watch this. Did you find it? Go there. Could you go to Revelations 1? Pop that up there. Revelations 1, and I want you to see this in verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. You see that? You get that? Okay, let me ask you a question. So Jesus loved you and washed you. Made you brand new. Now, you don't have no sin consciousness now. Now, a lot of you do. You got to get rid of your sin consciousness. You know, this is what I was telling them, and I said this in the morning. Have you ever been in a spot where you get in a pressure pocket, and you got a problem, and you got to, you go to pray about something, and first thing you think about is the last three months of nonsense you've been doing? You know what I mean? You get financial pressure, and you think about, like, all this nonsense of, of life you've been doing, and go, that's why. no. You got a sin consciousness, you need to get rid of it. It's not based on performance, guys. It's based on your position and revelation of who you are. If that's the first thing that comes to you when you got a problem, is what did I do? Now, I understand we got to get in alignment, but here's the thing. Don't get no sin consciousness making you think, well, God's going to put me through this because I didn't do something right. Now, if you miss something, repent and get right. But this, because what do we do? First thing, things don't go right. Well, you know, I didn't go to church for the last six months, so that's probably why God's let me go through this. I go to pray, you know, we should go to church better. We go to church. No, 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 no. Now, I understand you got to have attendance, but attendance isn't doing nothing about your position. Your position ain't changing. Your attendance is so you can show up and figure out who you are. Not getting prizes from heaven. Prizes from heaven don't come because you attend. Because most people come, come to pretend they don't even pay attention. You understand? Prizes come from paying attention. And paying attention brings the prize. You understand what I'm saying? But you got to know who you are. So don't get this, get rid of this sin consciousness. I told him in the morning, that's why I don't sing that song about being no wretch. I ain't no wretch. Right? I'm a redeemed. Come on, wash blood. Now watch verse 6. Come on. Now this is what Jesus said. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, this is what Jesus said about you. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. This is what Jesus said about you. Look at your other neighbor. Look at your other neighbor. Say, this is what Jesus said about you. This is not a test, but some of you failed this already. Look at your neighbor. That's the person to the right of you or the left of you. Praise be God. Say, neighbor. This is what Jesus wrote about you. Look, you're on the neighbor. Go this way. Go, neighbor. neighbor. I know some of you are highly, 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 highly intelligent. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. This is what God wrote about you. This ain't my opinion about it. This is what God said about you. Look what he says. And he hath made us kings and priests unto God. Whose idea was that? God. And he hath made us to be Kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. That's God's idea. So you're a king and a priest. So now what's that mean? That means as the priest, you can go to God. You don't need no mediator. And as the king, you can rule and reign in the earth. See it? That's why you've been made a priest. Kings and priests. Not just alone. Like one's a priest, one's a king. Now I, I stand in the office of course, as the priest in the house of the Lord, and there's kings involved. We understand all that stuff. So, but you a king and a priest because you can go to God. You don't need no mediator. Remember they needed a mediator? They used to have the priest go in the Holy of Holies once a year, make atonement for sin. That's all done with. We don't got that. You can go to God whenever you want. You can go to God whenever you want. 
you got the priesthood and you got the kingship. Well, what's the kingship? Rule and reign in earth like a king? Well, what does a king do? He enforces the principles of the kingdom. What kingdom you come from if you're a believer? Kingdom of heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Who's supposed to enforce kingdom rule and reign? You are. You are. You're an ambassador. Remember I gave you that last week? What do you mean an ambassador? I'm sent from a foreign land with a different rule and regulation. And I do not live by the land where I come. I do not live by the land where I'm at. I live by the land where I came from law. If you're an ambassador from another country, ever see that? They don't care about what American law says. They ain't bound by it. You understand that? You, you, you know what I mean by that? They've been given diplomatic immunity. You know what diplomatic, you guys are smart. You know what diplomatic immunity is? I don't, li- I don't have to live by the law of America. If I came from somewhere else and came here, I don't have to live by the law of America. You can kick me out of your country, but I don't live by your law. I live by the law where I came from, my homeland. Amen? I was with the dude the other day. I was with this guy. Poppy, you're going to love this. He was from Nigeria. I met him yesterday. We were hanging out. I said, come on, man, what you say? So we were talking about Lagos. If you're an ambassador from Lagos, if Poppy comes from Ghana, right, all right, you go from, you coming from Guyana? I met a Guyana guy, too. It was cool, man. We were talking about food. It was great. He wants to go with us. I said, I don't know if I can eat the iguana, though, bro. <laughs> I want to do it, but I ain't going to do it like where we see it. I want to go like somewhere. I'll try it. I don't know. After all those people eating bats and going crazy, man, forget it. I don't know. Maybe we'll wait on the iguana. We eat, rotate, and hang out. All right, you cook, you cook it up. I'm getting hungry. Praise be to God. My attention needs to come back. I'm back. If you come from, if you come from there, he don't got to live by American law. He's got diplomatic immunity. We can kick him out the country, but his law from his homeland, my God in heaven. That's an ambassador. Why do you think he said you're an ambassador? He said, you might be in heaven, but you ain't of heaven. <laughs> you missed a great place to catch me. You ain't from heaven. You from, you ain't from earth. I'm getting screwed up. You from <laughs> I'm getting jacked up. <laughs> Man, I'm an ambassador to the earth from heaven. I don't got to live by the earth. That messed me up. You don't live, you're not bound by the earth law. You get that? I'm from a different kingdom with a ruling reign. So this goofy earth is trying to trap you in its system and say, this is how you're supposed to live. This is how you're supposed to walk. This is how you're supposed to talk. You tell it. Be quiet. I didn't come from here. You see it? I didn't come from here. Where you come from? I came from heaven. And I got a kingdom ruling reign. And I, he gave me the earth. You see it? Why did he call you an ambassador? Because you ain't from here. You're a new creature in Christ. Never been one like you before. Come on, you see it? He said, go there, rule like you over there. Like, no, American law. Now, listen, we live by the law of the land. You understand that? But where the law of the land contradicts the word of faith, we ain't living by it. Amen. You better not say nothing about no Jesus. You better shut your mouth and say whatever I want to say about Jesus. I'm going to say what I want to say when I want to say. What are you going to do if they come in here and try to get you? I got security. They can't catch me. Can't get me. What you going to do if they start telling you you can't talk about certain things? Talk about it anyway. Now I'm telling you what. That's not my rule. See it? So let me ask you a question. If you're an ambassador from a foreign nation called heaven, which is true, and you're supposed to rule and reign like a king, are you telling the earth what's up or is the earth telling you what's up? You're living, on, you're living beneath your rule and reign. 
Now you got to get a revelation first of it, and then you get in. Wait a minute, man. I'm getting, I'm getting gypped. Yes, you are. Now I ain't, I ain't living like this no more, Pastor. You telling me something I never knew before. That's why we're in church. I could be talking about anything I want. Why am I telling you this? I was digging for gold. And got me some nuggets. I brought them for you. Here you want them? Take them. It's the Bible. Okay. Look at Revelations 5 and 9. They're singing a new song. You be singing too, you get a revelation of this. Sing a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals thereof that was slain and has redeemed us to our God by the blood out of every kindred, every tongue, and every people, and every nation. Jesus redeemed us. And had made us, woo! Look at verse 10. And has made us unto our God kings and priests. There you go. He's telling you again. Jesus' blood made you a king and a priest. See it? And we shall reign on the earth. Amen. You better read it. One amen. One, one amen, 800 maybe, I don't know. Come on. See it? And we shall what? Reign. What you mean reign? Ruling reign. Earth's telling you what's up. Tell the earth, shut up. Be quiet, earth. You're going to tell me what you want to tell me? I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. Look what he says here. And shall reign the earth. Now, where did we get that from? You know where I got that from? Romans 5, 14. Go there. Go there. Go there. Rule and reign like a king. Rule and reign like a king. Rule and reign like a king. You're supposed to rule and reign like a king. So I don't feel like I'm ruling and reigning like a king. Well, guess what? You're going to start ruling and reigning like a king. Start demanding, decreeing, declaring. You ready? Look at this. Ready for Romans? Check out Romans. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. That's when we were sold in sin. Adam messed up. Adam's mess up got us losing authority, losing the power, losing it all. But I got news for you. Even, even over them that had not sinned after the likeness or what? The example of man. Adam's transgression. But I got news for you. Adam messed up, but Jesus fixed it. See it? Now watch this. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Who is the figure of him that was to come? Here we go. Here we go. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. Everybody say free gift. Free gift means you don't pay for them. If somebody gives you a free gift, what do you do? You take it. You take it. Just receive it, man. You don't have to pay for it. You just receive it. Who gave you the free gift? Jesus. What was the free gift? So also in the free gift that through the offense of one, many be dead. Adam. Everybody died with Adam. Everybody came alive with God by the gift of grace. Question. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay? Question. Were you all going to go down for Adam's sin? Yes, you were. We were all sold in sin because Adam's mistake. You understand this? Were you there? Were you there when Adam messed up? Everybody was born into death because of Adam. You know that, right? We were bound to go to hell because of this guy's mistake. So you didn't have nothing. Were you there when Adam jacked it all up? I wasn't. Were you? Jerry, were you there? No. Were you there? Were you there? No, but you were guilty because of what he did. Then why can't you be innocent of what Jesus did? You weren't there either. Why is it so easy for you to side in with Adam's nonsense, but you can't side in with Jesus' victory? Come on, somebody. Come on, right? I wasn't with that clown when he made a mistake. I would have punched him in the head. Why don't you shut up, Adam, dummy? You don't know that's God? Cut it out, dipstick. Eve got you all messed up. Couldn't see straight. I'm gonna tell you what, a woman won't let you see straight now. And ain't nothing wrong. He's good. He's like, God, can I keep her? 
Come on, man. You got to laugh. What do you say? Before he gets in trouble, what's the first thing he does? It was her fault. You little blamer. All guys are blamers, too. That's why your husband's a big baby. Because we're blamers. We don't take responsibility unless we've figured it out. Otherwise, we'd be, ain't my fault. It's you, who somebody else. I don't know where the milk is. The kids did it. <laughs> Cut it out. But you see what I'm saying? Why is it so easy for you to identify with Adam's fall, but you can't identify with Jesus' victory? Because it takes no faith to identify with fallen man, but it takes faith to identify with victorious man. Because it's a reprogramming of the thinking. So all I need you to do is just think the way I tell you to think, because I'm right. Now, because I want to be right, because I want you to see you victorious because of what he did. Look what he said. But now as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense one be dead through Adam, the grace of God came by the gift that came from Jesus Christ. Keep going. Watch what it says. Which is one man, Jesus Christ, has the bounty on the many. But what's the benefit of it? And it was not written that one is sin, so the free gift could come and judgment was on and condemnation. The free gift is many offenses. Jesus made justification. That means just as if you never sinned. Here you go. For if one man's offense, death reigned by one, Adam, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. What do you mean reign? Reign like a king. What do you mean reign like a king? King don't have to talk a lot. He talks, everybody listens. You thought it was E.F. Hunting. No, it's king. Remember that back in the day? They don't even have that commercial no more. E.F. Hunting talks and people listen. You talk because you got king, priest, anointing on you, the earth listens. Don't undo your mouth. And you better start valuing yourself a whole lot more because you're a lot more important than you think you are because you are a king. Amen. I don't look like no king. I don't care what you look like. You're going to get a revelation of it. Then you're going to start looking like it, walking like it, talking like it, acting like it, demanding it, decreeing it, expecting it. Go, you know who I am? You ain't got to tell nobody. Talk yourself up in the mirror. Go, I'm a king. Praise be to God. I'm getting ready to go rule and reign today. Tomorrow morning when you get up for work, stop talking to yourself like, oh, man, I don't want to go. Hey, the king is here. Get in the car. King's coming. Come on. And you ladies, you don't want to be a queen. Be a king. Come on, somebody. Just stay in it. You know what I'm saying? It's a revelation. You don't got to be like, I'm the queen of the house. Just be the king of the house. Just don't buck his system, all right? Just stay with it. But you know what I'm saying? Take your position and authority is what I'm saying. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Come on. God don't see gender. You know what he's saying? You rule like a king, too. If I say it, it's got to be so. If I speak it, it's got to happen. If I declare it, it's got to be so. This is what it is. It's about what? It's a revelation of the anointing. Now watch this. Remember I told you? Job, Job 22. You ever see Job? Job said in Job 22, 6, he said, Then thou shalt have delight in the Almighty, and shalt lift up thy face in a God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt what? Pay your vows. Okay, great, whatever. But here's my deal. Then thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. He said, you're going to say it, and it shall be said. You get that? Thou shalt what? Decree a thing, and it shall be established. God said, when the king speaks, you speak it, it's established. That's what the Bible said. Job said, I decreed it, it was established. What's that mean? You spoke it, God said amen to it. Man, you better get this. I found it. I was digging for gold. I found some gold. Right, you want to see it? Go to Ephesians 6.18. You remember this? Man, I'm telling you what. You got to die. Now, you got to. See, I know what's happening. 
You got, you got to believe this about you. I don't see this happening for me. Oh, wait a minute. We re, we, look at your neighbor and say, we're we, we reprogramming you. Remember when that in the computer, you got you to program the heart, you got to program the stuff? You know, I told you that a month ago, whatever it was. Man, you ever see, like, you ever, I had this guy. My dad will tell you, man. Remember that dude? He made the computer. He made the OS2 for IBM. He really did. He was smart. Couldn't come out the rain, though. Remember that joker? And it, and it was like, he was like, one time he showed me what it was. He said, this is the IBM, this is the IBM OS2. I said, what the heck's the IBM OS2? He said, oh, so, he said, you don't even know what you're looking at. He said, I'll show it to you. Because I didn't know what it was. He was building IBM systems, operating systems. And I said, what in the world is all that gibberish? It was all code. And code meant something on the back end. I didn't know what I was looking at. It looked like space to me, for crying out loud. I was like, I don't understand none of this stuff. He was making money, man. He was smart, brilliant. And he said, just it. And all the code came up. And then when he was pulling it up, showing me the one time, I was like, I don't understand what that is. And then after he got it, like, booted up, it had, like, a picture of something you could see. I said, oh, I understand that. All that stuff was gibberish behind there to make the picture show up that I can understand. Okay, you understand what I'm saying with that? What, you understand what I said when I just said that? It was written code that showed up on the other side that gave me the picture to understand what in the world was going on. That's what's happening with you right now. You can't get the clear picture till we write the code. You know what I'm saying? I'm reprogramming your code. I'm playing with your head. Stop seeing yourself the way you think. I don't care where you grew up. I don't care what you think about you. You don't know enough about you. You smarter than you look. You sharper than you look. You just, I didn't grow up with no. I didn't grow up with no money. I don't care what you grew up with. This ain't got nothing. This ain't. This is your inheritance. This ain't. Your natural family has nothing to do with your spiritual position. You understand me? I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you think you got privilege to. What you don't think you got privilege to. I don't care about none of that. I don't care if you're a boy or a girl or a man or a woman. I don't care your gender. I don't care your color. I don't care your creed. I don't. Care care nothing. You came from heaven and you're supernatural. <laughs> care about none of this natural nonsense. I got, I, you want you see in my bank account right now, Pastor Chris, you'd cry. No, I'm not. And I wouldn't. You want to know why? Because you got a spiritual bank account that's bigger than the position you're sitting in right now naturally. And then you start using spiritual principles. These principles got to work and you're going to reprogram your mind to become who God said you are. And I'm working in your DNA. I'm working on your download. I'm trying to get you to download new pictures so you can see yourself the way God created you. And I got to undo all the religion of the earth. I know what I'm doing. But I'm writing, I'm writing code. I'm writing code. As we said, praying always. Read it. We see it. You don't got to read it, but just read it while I read it. Praying always. He's going to tell you something. With all prayer and supplication in the spirit, watching with perseverance, uh, supplication for the saints, the utterance may be given to me. Look at this. That I may open my mouth boldly to make known what is the mystery of the gospel. Well, let me ask you a question. What is the mystery of the gospel, Paul? Uh, for which I'm an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Well, ain't that something? He's saying, I want to speak boldly about this position you're in. I want to tell you who you really are. Excuse me. Do you get what I said? I want to tell you who you really are. I'm going to reveal the mystery of your position, an ambassador that came from heaven to rule and reign in earth. That's you. My God, that's you. You. You see me? You. That's you. Say, so I don't look like I'm ruling the reigning. Not yet. But you got a revelation or something. Now you're going to start ruling. Say, hey, wait a minute. 
Come on, you just elevated your circle of influence. Now, I ain't going to hang around people that don't know who they are. You don't know who you are, you're going to drag me down, make me think like you do. I ain't going to hang out with that. You know what I'm saying? You want to see it? You want to see it? Look at 2 Corinthians 5.20 in the Amplified Bible. 2 Corinthians 5 is new. Ambassador is what? He is, he's a, he is a protected by the country he represents. He is basically an accredited diplomat sent by a country as its official representation. God sent you from heaven to be official representation to the earth that you are him or one. You came here to lay hands on the sick so they could see his kingdom moving the earth. You came here to dominate so they could see him in the earth. Without you, without you moving, they ain't going to see him. Because God ain't got no problem. You know, they sold us on this bill goods. God don't share his glory. God will not share his glory with another. Baloney. That's garbage. God will share his glory all day long. He'll share his glory with you. You want to know why? Because he gave glory in you. He goes, I gave you the glory you gave me. They gave it to the earth. Let them see. They're going to shine and see. They ain't going to praise you. They're going to praise God. You go get somebody healed, they're going to praise God. You go get somebody some money, they're going to praise God. You go be a blessing, they're going to praise God. You want to see the glory in there. Come on, somebody. You're over there bottling up the glory. I got the glory in my prayer closet. I'm keeping it here. Go shine it in the earth. So we are, you see it? Come on, I'm almost done. I know I'm working your, I'm working your thinker. So we are ambassadors for Christ. And what? As though God were making his appeal through us. My God in heaven. Are you writing this down? You see this? Can you believe it about you? I know you are. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, believe it. It's about you. Look at the other guy, this side. Say, it's about you. Now look him straight in the eye and go like this. Wouldn't you like to be my neighbor? Ha, 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 Rogers is funny. <laughs> That dude's a little weird, though, right? But he's a believer, right? You get arrested nowadays, man. You try to be Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, maybe get rid of that sweater, bro. Look a little weird. He's a believer, I think. So we are ambassadors for Christ. Okay, you got this? That was funny. Come on, you got to laugh. I don't know why you don't laugh more or something. Some of you must be oppressed. Laugh. <laughs> don't get so oppressed, man. Some of you are just like, I'm not happy about nothing. We know. We see your face. Yeah, I know. You're not happy about nothing. We know. That's why it's okay to smile, though. It's going to be okay. God's going to be okay with it. I promise. I promise. I promise, man. All you people get me hungry, too. Jamaica, man, they got me hungry, too. I want, man, a God in heaven. Bahamas, praise the Lord, man. Food. I eat it. I'm getting hungry. I can't eat yet. What are you doing? All right. So we are ambassadors for Christ. See it? That's, he, who, who's an ambassador? You are. You were made one by the new birth. So when you came into Jesus, he made you an ambassador. That's his idea. Take your spot. He get, that's what he wants. As though God were making his appeal through us. Now, you better, that's deep. What do you mean? He's saying this. You're my representation in the earth to demonstrate everything that I gave. Because they ain't going to see you. They ain't going to see you. Without you. They don't see God. They can't see him without you. 
going. We used to sing that song, Mary. I want to be your hands. I want to be your feet. I go where you send me. Go. Yeah, okay, well, you're here now. Show us what you got. Show me what you know. You see what I'm saying? Go be a light. You ain't going to be preaching to everybody, but preach to somebody or do something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, that's the glory of God. You know, hey, how'd you get rich like that, God? Oh, okay, cool. How'd he do that? I want to hear more. How'd you get that body healed, God? Show the glory. Watch what he says. And what we as Christ, what representative? Well, you better take your spot. He picked you to represent him in the earth. Plead with you on what? Behalf of what? Watch this. Christ to be what? Reconciled to God. Stay in that thing. Stay close. I'm an ambassador. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm an ambassador. I got diplomatic immunity. I love that word. Don't you love that? Don't you like that? Mr. G, don't you like it? I got diplomatic immunity. I ain't from this place. I got jurisdiction from heaven. Hey! I got, next time I try to tell you, Hey, you can't do that. See, I got diplomatic immunity. Now, this cool part about diplomatic immunity, nothing in the earth can stick to me. Right? Get that. Diplomatic immunity in the natural means this. If you can, if Junior come from Guyana and he's an ambassador from Guyana here in America, the rules of America do not apply to you. Well, what do you call that? Diplomatic immunity. You are not allowed to stick nothing on him. He goes 150 miles down I-4. They stop him. Can't give him a ticket. But he broke the law. Don't make a difference. Now, he has to live within the guidelines of his country. You understand this? Now, he's not going to squander that because they can kick him out and never come back. You understand what I'm saying? It's a rule and regulation that you do not what? You're not going to, if you understand who you are, you ain't going to do stupid stuff. Ain't that like the kingdom? I'm telling you, you better get this. He can make a mistake, but because he knows his position, he chooses not to. Sounds like Christianity, don't it? I can sin, but I choose not to sin. Even though sin does not really have a hold on me, I choose not to participate in it, knowing that my body needs to be used for righteousness and not unright. Doesn't it sound like Romans just a little bit, guys? That I know who I am, and I will not partake of what I'm not, because I know what I've been made. So I'm not going to throw around my diplomatic immunity and walk around and be like, oh, I'm going to wave a gun around just because I can. I know I can, but I won't because I understand my position, and the responsibility of my position has now made me what? Conscious of how I should live. But here's what I love about diplomatic immunity. I'm not from this earth. There ain't no sick in heaven. Ain't no broke, you can play. Ain't no broke. Where you come from, bro? You don't come from Pittsburgh, bro. Let's <laughs> get it. I said, where you come from? I said, I come from New Jersey. I ain't from New Jersey no more. Where you come from? 1-800, the heavenly highway. Come on, baby. Where do you come from? You believe it? You, you ain't from Indiana, bro. You, come on, come on. Look at you, a new creature in Christ. Come on, guys. I came from heaven, and let me tell you what's in the kingdom of heaven. But what's in the earth? The curse, lack, poverty, sickness, death, disease, junk, garbage, oppression, depression. It's in the earth. It ain't there. You think you think there's angels on medication in heaven? 
man, I don't mind you taking medication. You understand what I'm saying? You think the angels are having down days, depressed days? You think people in heaven are going, I don't know what I'm going to do today. I feel like, no, there ain't no broken heaven. There ain't no sick in there ain't no oppressed in. There is no lacking. So that if it ain't in heaven, look at your neighbor, look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I have diplomatic immunity because heaven is inside me. Did you get that? Did you see it? So broke can't stick on me because I'm immune to it. I, I'm serious. This ain't hype. How in the world I'm immune to the earth because I'm supposed to rule and reign as a king in it. I'm not from it. So you can't stick it on me as much as you're trying to get on me. It's not allowed to get on me because I'm immune to it. So I'm immune to the lack of it. I'm immune to the broke of it. I'm immune to the oppressed of it. I'm immune because I got a different rule and regulation that the earth does not know because I'm not a citizen of the earth. I'm a citizen of heaven. I've been set here as an ambassador from heavenly hosts and I'm walking through the earth with dominion. Ruling and reigning like a king and overcoming every circumstance because of what God has put in me. I'm not going to allow this stuff to stick to me because it's not part of me. So my question is, what are you allowing to get on you that God never wanted for you? Come on, somebody. Stand up on your feet and think about it. Come on, man. Rule and reign like a king. Make this thing shift today. Come on, shift it. Shift it in your thinking. Shift it. Now, nah, man, I ain't from here. I'm an ambassador. I'm an ambassador. I gave, I, gave, I, gave, I, gave, I gave you this scripture. I gave you this scripture about conquering. Let me just read something to you. Let me, I got to give him this one. Let me give you 20. Give me that Deuteronomy 21 through 4. I got to see this and then I'll, I'll let you go. Deuteronomy 21 4. Look it up there. Look on the screen. Look on the screen. Don't get, just don't get disconnected just yet. Mm. Deuteronomy 20 verse 1. You're going to put it. And this is God talking to you me. Okay? So just receive it. Can you receive it? And we're going. When thou goes out to battle against your enemies, now this is God's word of the blessing. You could, uh, some of you read Deuteronomy and go, Deuteronomy, the Old Testament. It ain't no Old Testament, bro. It's the victory plan and the blessing. It is the Old Testament, but it's still for you. If the cross don't change it, you keep it. You know what I'm saying? The cross didn't undo the victory. So stay with this, okay? You ready for this? When now goes out to battle against your enemies and you see horses and chariots and people more than you, be not afraid of them. So if you see over, overwhelming circumstances in the battles you're facing, don't get nervous. Just don't let them see you shake. Just, all right, whatever. Cool. Me versus 9,000. Great. Looks like the odds are fair. Let's go. For the Lord thy God is with thee. Which brought thee out of Atlanta. I brought you out of lost in, lost in bondage. You don't think I'm going to bring you through this nonsense in the earth? I pulled you out of hell, boy. Can't pull you through this mess came and found you in the darkness put you in the light i can't push you through this earth snatch death and hell in the grave snatch the keys of the devil mate come on he can't find he can't push you through the earth come on man come on come on and what it shall be when you are come nigh into the battle 
the priest shall approach you and speak to the people and remind you of something, like I'm reminding you today. And you shall say unto them, hey, relevant church, hear me today. Because you approach this day unto battle against your enemies, but don't let your heart faint and don't you fear them and don't you tremble. You want to know why? Neither be terrified because of them. Well, why, God? Because the Lord your God is he that goes with you. And he ain't just a passenger on a road. He will fight for you against the enemies to save you. You ain't in this battle alone. Look, he told Jehoshaphat, he said, go to the battle. And when you get down there, just shout. Now, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, just shout. Those little lepers in the camp were waiting to die. They were waiting to die, man. They, 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 we're going to die of lepers. They One of them had a bright idea. It's like, look, we're, we're lepers. We're dying. Bro, you, they were like, dude, your ear just fell off the other day. There's leprosy. This ain't like, you know, uh, there's leper colonies still. These people are really oppressed. The guys are probably like, just, I'm bringing in layman's way. I'm not picking on nobody for their sickness. But these lepers are like, your ear just fell off. Steve's dying. Tom's ear just fell off. Homeboy's foot jet. We dying, bro. What do we got to lose? Let's just go in there. There's four of us. We'll go, we go in there. Let's go in there. Let's go in there. Let's go see what happens. And the Bible said that when they got up to move because of the confession in their mouth and the belief in their heart, that the enemy heard them sound like an army coming. And they, the Lord went before them and made the noise in their ear. They, and they left all the stuff. They left all the gold. They left all the silver. They left all the blessings. They left all the food. They left all the inheritance. And the Bible said that they could not even contain the spoil that they received because God went before them and set them free from the oppression that they were under and healed their body and gave them restoration and did what he needed to do. He tells Jehoshaphat, you know, Gideon, everybody liked the story about Gideon. You know what I mean? Everybody like, oh, Gideon. Gideon was at the wine press and Gideon was all jacked up. And Gideon, Gideon. And God tells Gideon the stupidest stuff you ever heard in your life. Because God is nuts. Okay? If you think God is, now nah, that's respectful. God is crazy, man. Gideon, it's you and a couple guys, and you think you got a lot? Well, wheedle it down, wheedle it down, wheedle it down. Take about 200 of you and bring a trumpet and a lamp. <laughs> Against a military front of armies with weaponry. But you take a trumpet, God will jerk with your head. He will mess your head up. And go down to the edge of the battle. <laughs> And take your lamp, which better be explosives, I'm thinking, because, man, this is bad. And your trumpet, and blow your trumpet. And what in God's green earth, God, is this going to do with an army of people? Just do what I tell you, because the minute you blow the trumpet, they're going to fall down. You don't know the fall down that's getting ready to happen. Just obey. Go down to the wall and shout. That is stupid. That is stupid. You understand me? This don't make no sense. I'm supposed to go down, wrap around a building seven times, and on the seventh time when you tell me, shout, and the wall going to fall down, I want to see this. That don't make no sense. Jehoshaphat, there's five armies waiting against you. Go down there and go, go who you want me to take with you? Uh, just a couple guys. A couple guys against 40,000 people. Yeah, just go down there. We're, don't, I don't know. Just take four guys and just go down. <laughs> What I do when I get there, God, this is good. Just when, I, when you feel just right, just shout. I'll work it out. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, because I'm going to go before you in the battle. 
And if you do what I tell you to do, it's going to work. It don't make no sense. But it doesn't have to make sense to work. You've got to have faith. David gets to a place where everybody turned on him. First Emma. He said, they stoned him. They want to stone him to death. And that's where David encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, shall I pursue them? That joker's gone. One guy wants to pursue five armies. He said, because if you go with me, there ain't no way I could be defeated. You know what God told him? Pursue and surely you will overtake. God don't work in sense. Look at your neighbor and say, God don't work in sense. He works in faith. And if you obey faith, faith will produce what you couldn't even think you could see. Come on. What did he say? What did he say? I'm the God that's going to go before you. I'm the God that's going to give you victory. I'm the God that can do all this. I'm the God that's going to intervene in the situation. I'm the God that intervenes in the struggle. I'm the God that can do exceedingly and abundantly. I'm the God that can do more than you can even imagine I can do. But let me tell you what you got to do. You just got to trust me and you got to believe me and you got to rule the reign like a king because you are one and you got to have diplomatic immunity to the things of the earth and you got to have decree in your mouth so he can establish a thing in the earth with your name on it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Lift your hands to heaven. Today's a good day. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Today's a good day. Just say this out loud. Say, Lord, thank you for helping me move in victory. Thank you, Lord. I believe it and I expect it. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now I want you to close your eyes. Do this with me. Do this with me. If you're in here today and you need Jesus, flip your hands in the air. Come on. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. If you need to get saved, you need to get born again, you need to give your life to Christ. You need to be, maybe you backslid. Maybe you got to come on. I love you, man. Look, I ain't going to preach some baby little gospel. I don't preach no baby gospel because I love you too much. I'm going to teach you how to be victorious champions because you ain't going to live another day defeated. Your marriage is going to turn around. You can't stay in this atmosphere and not have a better marriage. I'm not going to let I'm not going to let crazy come in here and stay long without changing. You ain't going to have to live in strife no more. Your body's got to change. Your mind's going to change. Oppression's got to leave your life. Something's got to change. Today if you're in this building and you need Jesus to become the Lord of your life, just slip your hands in the air and I want to say this together. Everybody in the building that's with me, you're rededicating your life. You're coming home. Some of you never received Jesus. You don't know if you're going to heaven. Today you're going to know for sure. Say this out loud with me as a corporate body together. Say Jesus. I believe that you are the Son of God. The Bible says that if I confess you as Lord and believe in my heart that you rose from the dead, I shall be saved. Jesus, I believe. I believe. I believe in you and your resurrection power to redeem my life. Jesus, I make you the Lord of my life. I confess you as my Lord. I confess you as my Savior. I accept you now. Thank you for accepting me, washing me in your precious blood, and redeeming me. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, amen. Come on, clap. You guys are doing it, man. You got victory. Now watch this. I'm going to give you one thing. I let you go a little early today because I know some of you are going to get ready to go, all right? You got to keep victory in your mouth. Don't say it if it don't line up with winning. These dudes are going to go walk out on the field today, right? Now, just pictures, right? Two teams, 53, right? Whatever you got, the whole roster. I don't know. Rousters are all staff, trade. Say, a couple. You think one of those teams is going, well, it's going to be a great day to lose. 
Worked all our life to get to the Super Bowl. Let's just go blow it, guys. Come on. You think anybody's going to play like that? No, help me. I'm trying to show you something. You think anybody, you think anybody one quarter in, down by 10 is going to be like, game's over. We should just quit. You think anybody's going to go out there and talk? You think fourth quarter, one minute left, guys are down by 10. They're going to say, well, you know what? I guess we're a bunch of losers. Should have never even got here. They ain't going to talk that, man. They ain't going to talk that. They ain't going to talk that. Ain't nobody going to let out there. They might be thinking it, but they ain't going to talk. One minute left on the clock, down by 20. Somebody on that bench is going to say, we can maybe still win. That's a winner. A winner never, let me tell you, I never think I'm going to lose, even when I lost. I never thought I lost because I learned something. Come on, you see what I'm saying? You ain't going to lose in the kingdom. Hush your mouth for crying out loud. Ah, nothing ever work out. David said, I put a guard over my mouth so I wouldn't say anything to offend you. I ain't talking about cussing all that stuff. I ain't going to speak no unbelief. And I'm going, you stop talking bad about that marriage. Stop talking bad about them relationships. Don't say nothing. Say, you know what you say? Say, I don't really want to talk right now. We'll come back to it. I got a guy, big business guy. I'm in a big mess with my partner. Don't, don't say nothing. Because if you're going to say something that's going to be a mess, it ain't going to be worth it right now. Wait for your moment in time. Because I'm going to only speak winning, victory. You say, but well, this is not, people don't deserve it. I'm going to tell you right here, the hardest thing is, the people that don't deserve the grace for you to speak the grace out of your mouth for them. But the Bible says in Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of what? Ministering edification. So if it ain't going to edify them, don't, don't say it. Ain't worth it. Leave it alone. And you know, you can say something without saying something. You think we should say, nah, I, 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 <laughs> somebody call asking for, you know, the resume. I know you ain't supposed to do it, but like, would you hire him? Well, maybe you should pick somebody else. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? There's a way to say something without saying, hey, how you like Miss G? Oh, I love Miss G. Miss G's solid. Come on. How you like so-and-so? Well, you know, well, just say well. You know what I'm saying? Well lets me know without saying, well, maybe I better think again. You can say a lot of stuff without saying something mean. But don't you ever side in with unbelief and lack of victory. Don't you do it. Now, I know we got to, but we call those things that, come on, Kev, we call those things that be not as though they were. Come on, baby. We call those things that be not. I'm a God guy. You're a God woman. I'll call it like I see it. I call it like I want it to be. You got this thing. You're going to walk in victory, talk in victory, be in victory, stand in victory, be victorious, and you're going to overcome every obstacle in the enemy. You wonder why? Look at your neighbor one more time. Say, I got diplomatic immunity to the earth. I'm not a partaker of it. I'm just passing through with Dominion for it. Come on, somebody. Clap. You did great today. Go enjoy the game. Have a great time. Hallelujah. Listen, have fun. Be safe. We love you. We'll see you again. Don't forget, Sunday, 9 and 1030, we're back at it. Amen. We're talking about victory all month long. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.